845 800-230-8145. Again, that's 800-230-8145. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's do this thing. Game time decisions has begun. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're picking it up after Scotty Farrell, coast to coast. We keep it going until 7. Scotty will be back, and then I will be back at 9 o'clock uh, this evening. It's the day after the Super Bowl, and number one, I'm in a better mood than I normally am on a Monday after the Super Bowl. Number two, I'm not hung over like I normally am after a uh, Super Bowl. And maybe there's a correlation there, actually. Uh, maybe there's a correlation there between uh, being sober during the Super Bowl and winning <laughs> and getting absolutely blasted and uh, and losing. Because uh, let's be real. Listen, um, drinking during the Super Bowl is a lot of fun and gambling during the Super Bowl is a lot of fun. That It's almost like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, right? They go great together. Drinking and gambling is like uh, it's like beer and pizza. It's a perfect match. Like, who doesn't like to like to drink and then gamble? But I don't, I'm not so sure that drinking, uh, drinking and gambling is, um, is very good for you. I like to know, like, the success rate of, like, drunk gambling compared to sober. Like, how many people are like, oh, I'm a much better gambler when I'm drunk? Um, but nevertheless, Super Bowl 54 uh, in the books. And I'll tell you what, uh, betters that had Patrick Mahomes as a rushing prop to the over, uh, they probably are still drunk uh, right now. Uh, but we were on the right side. We talked about it a lot last week. Sometimes it's better to change your mind than to be wrong. And we've all been stubborn before in betting and then in a life uh, at times will be stubborn. Uh, but ultimately, and I reference Ross Perot's uh, quote from years ago, in which uh, he stated, only dumb and dead people don't change their minds. And I figured, you know what, I might be kind of dumb, but I'm not dead yet. So I think I'll change my mind here. And ultimately, I just didn't want to get in front uh, of Mahomes. That's what this came down to. And you know, truth be told, Mahomes struggled for the most part. You know, if you look at his numbers, the numbers weren't bad when it was all said and done. Uh, but Mahomes struggled, uh, yet... He put it together in the last couple of minutes. But did, did Kansas City win that game or did San Francisco, like, lose that game? I think you could go with, you know what, San Francisco lost that game. Like, that's going to haunt Shanahan more than that freaking Super Bowl is. All right, George Kurtz going to get his cop today. We'll get some hockey picks up from Kurtz. Cam Stewart checks in from Vegas. Game time decisions has begun. Sports Grid News Update. Good evening, I'm George Kirsch, and this is your Sports Grid Update. As Gabe just mentioned, the 2019 NFL season is gone. Super Bowl 54 concludes, Kansas City wins. They beat San Francisco 31-20. Patrick Mahomes was named MVP, went 26-42 with 286 yards and two touchdowns. Some might argue it should have been Damian Williams winning MVP. He rushed for 104 yards and a score, also caught four passes for 29 yards and another score. If you're wondering who the favorite to win is next season, Vegas is already instilled. Kansas City is 6-1 favorites. The Ravens are at 7-1. The 49ers are at 8-1. You want to go further, Saints are 11-1. Patriots 14-1. I guess they don't think, I guess they do believe Brady might come back there. In the NBA tonight, 
We have 10 games scheduled. The Raptors don't play, but they did tie a team record with their 11th straight win over the weekend, a 129-102 win over the Chicago Bulls. On the schedule t- uh, tonight in the NBA, we have four games tipping off at 7 o'clock. Warriors, Wizards, Magic, Hornets, Knicks, Cavaliers, and Maverick Pacers. Two games, three games at 7.30. Suns, Nets, Celtics, Hawks, 76ers Heat. 8 o'clock, Pistons, Grizzlies. 10 o'clock, Timberwolves, Kings. 10.30, Spurs and Clippers. In Major League Baseball, Andrew McCutcheon is expected to be ready to play on opening day, recovering from a torn ACL suffered last season. Jed Lowry of the Mets, however, still not at 100%. Lowry played very little last season for the New York Mets. Seattle has, Seattle Mariners have just signed Marco Gonzalez to a four-year, $30 million contract to try and shore up that shaky starting pitching staff for the Mariners there in the Pacific Northwest. In the NHL tonight, we have three games scheduled. Alexander Barkov will be out for the Florida Panthers in a key matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs here. They are battling for that for the last two playoff spots in the Eastern Conference here. The three games in the NHL tonight, 7 o'clock, Panthers and Leafs. I mentioned no Barkov in this contest. Stars and Rangers also play at 7. Kadobin will go up against Henrik Lundqvist. Lundqvist pulling up a shutout of the Detroit Red Wings on Saturday. And speaking of those Red Wings, at 7.30, they take on the Philadelphia Flyers. In NHL news, mention no Barkov tonight, which means if you're a betting person, and I am, I lean heavily towards the Maple Leafs in this contest. Also, as uh, Scott Farrell mentioned, Gritty has been cleared. That's right, Gritty cleared of a uh, assault charge. Apparently, he patted some kid, slapped some kid on the back. But Gritty, good thing he's not going to jail. For those who don't know, Gritty is the uh, the orange-looking weird mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers that has garnered quite a bit of publicity over the last year, year and a half or so. I'm George Kirsch. This has been your Sports Update. Now, back to Gabe Morenci and Game Time Decisions. All right, Game Time Decisions. As that begun, I'm Marenzi. We're throwing it down into Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Uh, full house uh, this evening, actually, uh, right now. Uh, Monday, a little Dover Downs uh, action for the hardcores. Uh, speaking of hardcore, the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam's off uh, this week. He's in Las Vegas. Um, he will check in uh, with us a little bit later on. Um, yesterday, he was on the San Francisco 49ers, and uh, he went pretty big on the game as well. Hopefully, he salvaged it uh, with some props because uh, it's all about the props when it comes uh, to the Super Bowl, and I want to get into that a little bit uh, about uh, about the props and a way to approach it and for next year. And, hey, listen, next year we'll be around the corner, although right now we're the longest distance uh, of the calendar year away uh, from the start of the football uh, season. So Cam will step up and in. We'll get some picks up from Kurtz. We'll get Kurtz's thoughts on the Super Bowl. There's a lot of quarterback uh, shuffling uh, to come in the National Football League, and I see that there's the odds out, the futures uh, for next year right now. And listen, it's premature. I don't care what sport it is, pretty much, besides the Raptors, because the Raptors didn't get any respect, and they lost Kawhi Leonard, but pretty much all the time, the team that wins will be favored, like, for the most part, like, right away. People always remember what they saw last, and the same thing, oh, we got a dynasty, and oh, no one's going to be able to beat this team, and the fact is, winning changes people. So, you know, I've been around a long time, and I've seen a lot of teams, and I've said, you know what, there's no one's going to beat this team. You see it in college football all the time. Like, you know, you get these teams where, like, everyone comes back and it's like, no way anyone beats these guys. And then, you know, they lose they lose a couple of games. Um, so, yeah, Cam's, uh, Cam's in Vegas. He's, he's off this week, but he's going to check in. 
Uh, wouldn't be the same uh, without a call from uh, Cam. So we'll get uh, Cam's picks uh, tonight. We'll get an update and see uh, what he did uh, over the weekend. Now, as far as the props are concerned, the big story is Mahomes. Mahomes' rushing prop was a pretty popular one. It was 30 and a half yards. It went up to 32 and a half, and it kept on climbing uh, throughout the day. Now, what's amazing is he got up to 44 yards. Now, in college football, when a quarterback gets sacked, when a quarterback gets sacked in college football, it counts against his rushing yards. And it's really frustrating. And I've lost bets like that uh, before. And that's why I don't like uh, betting on college uh, quarterback rushing props. The National Football League, you don't lose yards for the sack. You do lose yards for the kneel down. And, all right, you figure everyone talks about, wow, you might lose one yard, maybe two yards, maybe three yards, maybe four. Is going to be four kneel downs in a row? Well, Mahomes, Mahomes managed to lose 15 yards. He went from 44 yards to 29 yards because they were trying to buy time. And if you recall, once he just backpedaled and he literally lost like seven yards on the play. That countered against his rushing props. It shouldn't, but it does. You know, it's, it's not – you didn't lose in good faith there. That, that's a weird rule. It's a dumb rule. And it's a rule that really – I got to be honest. Like, remember earlier in the year, guys? Sports books out there were paying people that bet on Mitch Trubisky to be the MVP. They were paying people back their money. And I said at the time, why? Like, why are you rewarding morons? Like, who the hell thought Mitch Trubisky was going to win the MVP? And why, if you made that bet, would you deserve to get your money back? If I was running a sports book, I would pay people for the Mahomes prop. You know, listen, there are limits on props anyways. So you pay them, let's say the guy 200 bucks on a big deal. You give the guy 380 bucks back, you know he's going to bet it anyways uh, after the fact. Sportsbooks often will, will pay people after controversial things happen. It's good business, right? Because, you know, it's, it's, a, a sign of good, it's an act of good faith that people like. It is good business to do it. I'm surprised, actually, a couple of books haven't stepped up and said, listen, we're going to pay you if you had Mahomes over. Because the thing is, he really did go over. Like, you know what I mean? The nature of the bat, he rushed for the damn yards. Yeah, he lost 15 yards taking a damn knee. I get it. You know the rules going in. It's like uh, buddy, uh, buddy from Barstool, right? When he bites into the pizza, everybody one bite. Everybody knows the rules. You know the rules going in, like with the prop, what it is. It doesn't make it right. That's the thing. It doesn't make it right. You know what I mean? If you bet on Mahomes to go over, he did rush for over his prop. You know, he didn't really lose those yards. It is what it is. Uh, hey, uh, but one thing I, I realized about this, and we did pretty well. We went like 16-7, and seven, maybe even 17-7 and seven, uh, yesterday. But one thing I realized about, like, the Super Bowl and the, and the props, the player props are kind of weird, man. They're, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the guy that scores the first touchdown of the game for San Francisco was uh, Juice Check. No one saw that coming. Um, Mahomes scores the first touchdown of the game at 14-1. A lot of guys seemingly were on pace to go over the number for the receiving yard props. They didn't get there. I think you're better off betting the game props. Like the, the touchback props, a great one. We're going to hit that again next year. All right, we'll see what George Kurtz uh, had on the Super Bowl. We'll get Kurtz's uh, picks tonight. There's uh, three NHL games on the board. We'll hit all the NBA as well. 
Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. All right, thank you very much, uh, Yang. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. Cam Stewart is in Las Vegas. He'll step up and in a little bit uh, later on. We've got George Kurtz uh, with us. I want to get into the NHL, uh, but let's, uh, let's uh, talk a little uh, Super Bowl. As the parade is set uh, for Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, another championship for Kansas City. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, win the Super Bowl, but of course the Kansas City Royals uh, won the World Series a couple of years ago, uh, what, three, four years ago, whatever it was, uh, and they had a nice uh, little run there. Their stadiums are adjacent uh, to each other, so it's the same uh, the same fan base, uh, but listen, the Kansas City Chiefs, George, are one of the, um, you know, one of the original teams, old school AFL team. Lamar, you know, the Lamar Hunt trophies, the AFC uh, championship trophy. The Super Bowl is actually was named. Uh, Lamar Hunt came up with the name, actually, uh, like his granddaughter or something, like basically with a Super Bowl. And he was seeing the Super Bowl and he said Super Bowl. And, you know, he, so just an integral part of the of the National Football League, especially in the 100th anniversary. And a very loyal fan base. I mean, for like a, a, a city, like a, an organization that is as popular as they are and as loved as they are, it's pretty crazy that they didn't win for 50 years, actually. As um, the Kansas City Chiefs will get George Kurtz uh, here. <laughs> George, how you doing, George? I'm doing well, Gabe. Apparently, I'm having technical issues here, but uh, I'm okay. No, I can't believe we would ever have any technical issues. Never happened. <laughs> the show never, is never one happened. big technical issue. We've got a black screen in front of us here. There's no no monitor here. Um, this is this is what you call a grinning Barrett uh, here. Um, we can't, you know, it is, it is what it is. We jiggle, we're jiggling cables. We got black screens, uh, but it's all right, Kurtz. I can't see you, but I can hear you. And you know what I mean? It's all right. You're not Shakira or Jennifer best. Lopez. So yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so Kansas City Chiefs, as I was saying, very, very uh, popular franchise, 50 years, a loyal fan base. You know what it reminds me of? It's a little bit like the Toronto Maple Leafs, actually. Like these teams, you know, the Red Sox, the Cubs. The Leafs, though, has been pretty much the same thing. The Leafs haven't won since 1967. And, like, the fans think and want to win every year, and they never do. Same thing with the Chiefs. They've had a lot of heartbreak over the years. They have. I mean, uh, you can make a pretty strong argument. They probably should have been in the Super Bowl last year, if not for the offsides by D. Ford. Uh, they got one of the nice, uh, I guess, easiest players to root for in Pat Mahomes, right? He's a superstar who seems to be a very gracious guy. You're not, not a jerk. So uh, you, you like that. Uh, the, Dallas, the Hunt family has been around forever. They're from Dallas. So uh, at least something for Dallas went well. 
Yeah, you know what? Um, Mahomes is a uh, Mahomes is a likable guy. He's a lot like Steph Curry. He's just you know he's smiling, he's friendly. He doesn't. Uh, he's pretty humble. He doesn't have attitude for someone uh, as as good uh, as he is. And Andy Reid as well. Andy Reid really is one of the good guys. There's a lot of jerks in the National Football League. There's a lot of coaches that are big phonies in the National Football League. There's coaches that are in it for themselves that don't care about the players. Uh, but Andy Reid's not one of those guys. And you know, every player that's ever played for Andy Reid loves this guy. Like nobody's ever walked away from Reid. And said, oh, you know, he's, he's this, he's that. He's just a nice guy, and people like playing for him. And it's nice to see, because look, the Philadelphia Eagles won a Super Bowl without him. After all those years and all that heartbreak with Philadelphia. So for him to get a Super Bowl, finally his own ring right now, he can sleep even better at night. It's one thing even to win a Super Bowl. It's another thing when the team that you were with for whatever it was, 14 years, or whatever it was, wins like a couple of years after you're gone and you can't win, it makes it even sweeter, I think, for him right now, George. I think it does, too. Uh, and a lot's been said about Andy Reid. Listen, he's a great coach. I know we get on him because his time management, not always the greatest. You know, his use of timeouts, how he performs sometimes when they're behind, he still has the slow, methodical offense. But what you, what you said is absolutely true. Think about it. Jeffrey Laurie, the owner of the Eagles, was in. I mean, I guess a lot of owners are probably there, but he was there rooting for Andy Reid, the guy he fired. I mean, you know, people from Green Bay, yeah, where he was a yeah. quarterback coach. They were rooting for him. So I think you're, everything you said is absolutely true. People love this guy. He's just a genuinely nice guy. Great coach. Uh, maybe he should have won another Super Bowl or two, or at least been to another one uh, or two. And I'll tell you one thing. There's a lot of talk now that he's not, he'll, he won't quit coaching now until Mahomes is done. Because he's not leaving, uh, you know. He, I think he, re- he realizes, sort of like Belichick with Brady, <laughs> that Reed with Mahomes, uh, that might be a few more rings. Yeah, you see, Mahomes really didn't even play great uh, in the game uh, yesterday. He did, in you know, in the last one, when it counted, he made plays, uh, but you know, there was a lot of pressure on the kid, and he admitted that he was feeling the pressure and he was forcing things during the game. Imagine as he's more comfortable, George, as the years go on, <laughs> like right? Like, you're right. You got to believe it. I'm not one of these guys. I hate that. People always think that the team that wins, oh, they're going to win again next year for sure. And we see, especially in the National Football League, it doesn't work like that. You know, it's been forever, man. We just don't get repeat teams. Even the Patriots can never really do it, right? It's been a long time uh, since they did it. Uh, I think it's, what, 2003 and four. actually, you have to go back to. Uh, I could be wrong, but in that, in that ballpark, so there's not an automatic, but Patrick Mahomes is 23 going on 24. You got to believe he's got another Super Bowl in him, George. Oh, I would think I would I would certainly think the over on that. I think he's got more than one. You look at the AFC as a whole too. The NFC is crowded. There are a lot of good quarterbacks there, a lot of good teams there. The AFC has got to worry about Lamar Jackson. All right, now we don't know how Joe Burrow is going to be if he goes to Cincinnati or Tua if he goes to Miami, how they turn out to be. But there aren't a lot of great quarterbacks in the AFC for him to really contend with. So I think he's in a great spot here where to make some noise here. I think he, you said it, I think he will only get better with experience, right? He was terrible for the first 50, 55 minutes of that game and then played when it mattered. You know, he was bad. He wasn't, he wasn't so, so he was bad. He was missing throws. He was, he was dirt and balls. Well, he just doesn't do it. He was, he was gripping the ball hard. He wasn't, he wasn't free and loose. He'll only get better here. I would definitely take the over on, I think they'll get to at least two uh, with him and Reed. I think they'll get to at least two or three. And I think he wins more than one. <clears throat> For the record right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl favorites, plus 650 to win next year. 
The Baltimore Ravens are the second choice at 7-1, to and I understand that. The Ravens need more talent. You know, they have Lamar Jackson, but similar to Mahomes, they need to surround them with skill position players everywhere. And even then, you see it's hard to win. So Baltimore's dangerous at 7-1. San Francisco, 9-1. You see every year in the NFC, George, a team comes out of nowhere, is really good, and then, you know, last year was the Rams. Same thing. Dominant team. A couple of years ago, the Panthers were 14-2. and two. Dominant team. That Super Bowl hangover is real uh, after the fact for teams that lose it. New Orleans Saints, always dangerous, 12-1. The Patriots are 14-1. Your Cowboys, 17-1. I think there could start to be a changing of the guard. And listen, it's too early to talk about this stuff, and you got to be crazy to bet plus 650 now because you got to wait like, a, you know, basically 364 days uh, for this. But without being stated, I think there is some changing of the guards here. And you can't, we can't like break this stuff down now, George. Every team, there's a team in almost every division, I think, and probably is, and I'll look now, that, you, that we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. New England Patriots, who's their quarterback? Is it Tom Brady, you think? I think I it is going to be Brady. I, I think it will be. I mean, they, they said they're going to give him $30 million a year, right? They go up to $30 million, so that sort of takes the ego out of it. He's going to get paid. Does he really want to start over again with Vegas? He wants the $40 Chargers? Million. I mean, what, does he want to win? I mean, doesn't he want to win? Does he want to go to the Chargers, which makes some sense because I think they could win, but does he want to play in that soccer stadium, the high school stadium? I don't. I just. I have a hard time. I think he wants to be respected by New England. I think they are showing him some respect now. I just. I can't see Kraft letting him go. I mean, unless he hates Belichick, yeah. which he might. He might hate Belichick, and maybe that's enough. I can't, or, or Giselle. Giselle saying, you know, listen. I, I get the wife thing. She's telling you, listen. I want to get out of here. I want warm weather. I hate New England. I hate it. I hate it. Eventually, you're gonna leave because you're gonna get tired of hearing it. Maybe that's strong enough, Gabe. But man, I. And maybe I'm just an old school uh, fan where I don't like seeing the, the stars of the game leave. I like I like it when they pl- you know finish their career with one team. Well, one team that people think Brady's going to go to is the Chargers, and we pretty much know that Philip Rivers is done there. He wouldn't have moved to Florida if he would have known. Like he knows what's coming. It's hard to move nine kids, and he's been in California for all these years. Clearly, he knows that it's at the end of the line with the Chargers. You know, so you have the Brady situation with New England, and then you have the Chargers who don't seem to want Phillip Rivers back. Now, are they just going to draft Justin Herbert and say, you know what, we're going to restart here? I don't know. They have a lot of talent. I think they're going to gun after Tom Brady, and then that leaves Phillip Rivers. Where does Phillip Rivers end up? I don't think Phillip Rivers is great, but, I, you know, he could end up with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then where does Winston end up? Maybe with the Raiders. And what about Cam Newton? I think probably stays with the Panthers now after all this. There's just, man, there's so many quarterback questions, uh, George, right now going into the year. And that's not even talking about all the kids that are in the draft coming up right now. It's wild. I mean, it really is wild. It's, this is a weird year. I think last year was almost a similar situation. It used to be there were eight to ten teams that seemed like every season that needed a quarterback. Now the only teams that really are going to need a quarterback because of the draft and how strong this draft is are teams that are getting rid of their current veteran. Yes, New England will need one. No, there's going to be guys, George. There's numerous starting quarterbacks this year that will be backups next year. Yes. Like Andy Dalton won't be out of the league, but he's not going to be a starter. Marcus Mariota is not going to be out of the NFL, but he's not going to be a starter. You know what I mean? And there's, there's, there's not like there's only a few jobs, and there's a lot of quarterbacks available right now. Like if you're a GM, you can legitimately sit down and decide, do I want to draft a guy or do I want to sign Teddy Bridgewater? 
Or do I want to bring Dalton in? Or do I want to, you know what I mean, bring Phillip Rivers in? NFL GMs do weird things, and you know they all like vets, too. Like, that's the whole thing. Bruce Arians doesn't like young players. Jameis Winston's interceptions upset him. The thing is, Phillip Rivers throws as many interceptions as Winston does without the touchdown passes. All right, hang in here, George. On the other side, we'll get into the picks uh, tonight. Enough NFL talk for now. Uh, NHL picks with George Kurtz next, and I'll get into the basketball plays in the night. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Game time decisions continues. Get on not the grid. And there's a lady that told us to take the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago. She did. Out of all the helmets, she picked the Chiefs out. She's a regular uh, horse player here. Oh, Northfield Park. Northfield Park off and running. Uh, you know our main man Cam is uh, playing the ponies in uh, Vegas. We'll see what uh, Cam has to say in about uh, 10, 12 uh, minutes or, or so. George Kurtz uh, with us uh, right now. I got a ton of basketball that I want to share with you guys. Uh, but uh, George, of course, uh, loves to bet on uh, on on the pucks. Uh, so uh, there's only three games on the ice, so I figured we'll jump in here. Let's start off uh, with the local matchup, the uh, New York Rangers at the Garden hosting the Dallas Stars uh, tonight. Uh, both teams come in 6-4 uh, and four in their last 10 hockey games. The uh, Dallas Stars have been a pretty strong underplay, George, as of late. 7-2-1 and one to the under in their last uh, 10 hockey games. What do you make of uh, this game tonight with the Dallas Stars uh, being short uh, favorites? Yeah, Rangers coming off uh, back-to-back wins over the Red Wings. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist had a shutout on Saturday, but the Red Wings are the worst team in hockey. Dallas a much better team. They don't score goals like they should with Seguin, Ben, Pavelski, Radulov. I mean, they're disappointing. Klingberg having a terrible year. I'm not going to touch the game itself, but I'm going to go the over here. It's at five and a half, so I can't go the under. I'm going to go the over. Rangers can score goals. It's not Bishop and Net tonight. This, that's the key to me for me. It's not Bishop. It's Hedobin. Bishop's probably going to play tomorrow against the Islanders. I'll go under in that game. So I'm going to go the over here. Uh, King Lundqvist isn't net for the Rangers, but he hasn't had a good year at all. I don't care that you can beat Detroit. I can get my local hockey team to beat Detroit. So I'm going to go the over in the Dallas Ranger game. Yeah, it's, you know, I'll tell you one thing, though, George. The Rangers have been sneaky good in spots like this. We often talk about the Rangers. They're not a team you want to lay minus 170 with. They're not a team you want to, like, to full out trust as a favorite. But in these near pick spots on home ice, they've been very good. When they're big dogs on the road, they're not bad uh, as well. And, you know, I see um, they've won six of their last eight home games, outscoring the opposition 34-20 to 20, uh, during that span. And you mentioned it with Dallas. There's something about this team and those guys. You remember earlier, remember was it last year actually the owner freaked out? Remember the GM said, I'm tired of the owner calling me and asking me how come these guys that I pay so much money don't work harder? And he was calling out Ben. He was calling out Sega. He was calling out all these guys. And they don't usually do that publicly, and they did. And they kind of responded. It seems, though, every time Dallas start to play well, George, for a prolonged period of time, they'll regress 
and they'll underachieve again. They just can't keep it going, this team. I agree. I mean, and that, that when they got called out, they did start to play better. Uh, they are an underachieving team, but they're a team that no one's going to want to play in the playoffs. Because once again, if they can turn it on, I mentioned the four top starters, right? Seguin, Ben, Radulov, Pavelski. Now, Pavelski was slow last year with the Sharks, then turned it on the last two months. They're an older team, so I, I do wonder about them for the long season, but they've got the players, man. That offense there. I remember Hintz has had a nice season. Rupe Hintz, the uh, second-year player. He got in Bishop 14, in that. George. Oh, and 14 as, on the power play in the last five games. That's a problem for them. And it doesn't I love make sense. The, uh, I love the New York pronunciation here of Tyler Sagan. Seguin. <laughs> uh, but I mean, Klingberg's had a terrible year. Heisk, I love Heisken, man. He's a fantastic. He's better than Dolan. You know, he's played much better than Dolan's just coming in the same draft there. They should be better than what they are. You know, I, I think the Rangers might win tonight. That wouldn't shock me. I'm just going for the over here. I just. I can't see this being a 3-2 game. I think it's going to be more goal scored. I don't think Henry Lundqvist is going to have another great game here. I just don't. All right, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, tonight. Toronto Maple Leafs hosting the Florida Panthers. Panthers have been a very good road team uh, this year, but they do have some injuries, so talk to me about this game. The Leafs are minus 190, total of 6.5 here. Panthers have been a strong bet, George. Um, they're not a public team. They don't have flashy players and household names in the hockey world. Uh, but they're pretty young. They're well coached. Um, you know, they roll out four lines. They're a tough team to deal with, actually. They're pretty fast. Uh, seven and three in their last ten games. The Leafs are on a seven and three over run. And the Leafs have generally been a pretty good over team. But we've got a high number here at six and a half. Panthers and Leafs tonight. Yeah, I want to bet the over, but right now I'm not doing it, mainly because Barkov is out tonight for the Panthers. He's their best overall player. Uh, he won't play tonight. They don't think it's a long-term injury, but I think this is a huge loss. I like Toronto in this game to win. Uh, I have them in the parlay with Philadelphia right now. I don't know if I'm going to take them by themselves also. And one of the reasons why is, I don't know if you remember, uh, Toronto played uh, Florida a couple of weeks ago, and they played in Florida, and they, they, they didn't show up. They played like Crap, really like crap. And they got lit into the coach. O'Keefe lit into them saying, oh, they're immature. They were partying. They were enjoying the sunshine, blah, blah, blah. I think tonight he gets the full effort. No Barkov. Bobrovsky, the goaltender of Florida, has been really, you can't sure go. He's been bad. He's been really bad. Uh, goals against average over three. I keep waiting for him to play better. You know, and it's just, it's just not happening. And I don't think it happens tonight. I think Toronto might win this game something like 5-2, 6-2. Wouldn't shock me. And I'm talking myself into the over here. And this game as well, but six and a half is high. I'm just worried that Florida didn't show up tonight, and it's five nothing, I guess, or six one, something like that. I don't quite get my over. The Leafs are burnt people, dude. Like at home, I'm seeing here uh, Leafs on the puck line. All right, so that's like on the um, laying laying a goal and a half essentially at home. Nine and seventeen at home. I get it. Barkoff is out tonight. Yeah, you really think like Florida going to get smoked like that? Five two six two. They did the other night. Lost four nothing to Montreal. They didn't show. They just didn't show. You never know. This team is another team. They have loads of talent. I mean, loads of talent. It's not just Barkley. You got Huberto. Dodonov has been great. Uh, I mean, I like this team a lot, but they've been disappointing for years now. I think Quenville is going to turn this around. But this is an important game tonight as well. These, both these teams are battling for the final playoff spot right now in the East. I think Toronto will get in by the end. Florida, I'm not so sure about again. But uh, it's an important game here. But I think Barkov is a huge loss. And I don't think Bobrovsky is going to be able to bail them out. All right, let's talk about the uh, the last game in the NHL here tonight. Philadelphia and Detroit. Uh, Philadelphia and Detroit. 
you know, case of uh, polar opposites here in which the Philadelphia Flyers have been a scoring machine uh, as of late. 26 goals during a 5-1-1 stretch. Meanwhile, Detroit can't score. Uh, right, you talked about getting shut out uh, the other night. This is a team that's averaging just two goals a game, 2.08 uh, to be exact on the season. You got a total of six here. What gives over or under? I want to take the under in this game. Actually, is you know I just Detroit. I don't think Detroit scoring. They have a hard time scoring. So is Philadelphia really going to score five times? Is it going to be five two? Uh, this game, are they going to roll them that much? Detroit have been stingy at home. They make you play, they make you earn it at, at home here. George, what do you make of this game? I think Philadelphia wins the game. That's why I have them in the parlay with Toronto. I don't think it's even that much of a contest for them. But you're right. Detroit mightn't put up a negative score. One, They don't have a lot of scorers here. And one of their scorers isn't playing. Right, Mantha's out here. So what, how much damage can Larkin and Bertuzzi do? There's nobody after that. And that's why I mean, if you look up to the NHL to these bad teams, Detroit, Ottawa, a few of these other teams, and the trade deadlines in three weeks, oh, they'll, they'll trade away their best players. No, they don't have best players. That's, there's a reason they are that bad. Detroit is a bad, bad team. I think Philadelphia, I don't want to say they can score at will, but I think they can score. But I agree with you. I sort of lean towards the under for the same reason. I don't know if Detroit will score anything. And Philadelphia doesn't have the greatest defense on the planet here, but I know they can score goals here. I'm not going to touch the over-under in this game, but I do lean towards the under like you. But I got Philadelphia-Toronto in that parlay. And listen, if I was getting better odds here, I would probably take Philadelphia straight up here as well, but I'm not paying that price. Man, Detroit really, um, really, really struggling right now. Hard to back them in any sense. You got to just hope for the best. And like I said, when I look at this game, to me, it's it's the under that catches my eye. I guess, you know what? <sighs> Are you going to play the parlay, George? Toronto Maple Leafs, Philadelphia Flyers? Is, is is this one of these nights tonight where it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, really I'm definitely that, doing like, the They're parlay. both like, easily going to get it done. I think Philadelphia does. Toronto, I mean, it could be a tougher game. Florida is a decent team, but I just think we'll... I think with the motivation for how they played last time in Florida against this team, it is an important game for Toronto. I think Toronto shows up tonight. They're you know, healthy. George, the odds Florida's aren't bad, not. actually. It's plus 130. Yes. I think I got plus 125 offhand when I put this in earlier. So my odds are always worse than yours. Yeah, but here, here, here FanDuel, uh, plus 130. Uh, don't, don't flatter me. I get screwed all the time, Kurtz. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Florida, Florida, and Florida, Toronto. So Toronto Maple Leafs to win the game. Detroit uh, Red Wings and Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers to win the game, plus one thirty. That's what that uh, parlay would uh, would pay. I got my I got my concerns. I I do think Philadelphia is going to beat Detroit tonight. And you're right, the Leafs the Leafs are really streaky. Like when the Leafs are playing well, they can like they look like you know like they could win the cup, but when they're not, you know they have they have big problems and they can't stop anybody. Their defense gets exposed. They're in the midst of one of their little good runs uh, right now. They should win this game. I can live with it in a parlay here at plus one thirty. I don't mind plus money plays. We'll we'll swing for the fences here. Little little uh, little play on the parlay here. Yeah, I got some player props as well in that game, the Toronto game. Mitch Marner, the uh, score a point. Uh, Austin Matthews, the score, a goal. Not a point, a goal there. I'm going to play both of those as well. I'm, I want to take Panarin on the Rangers, too, to score a goal. He is so hot, been playing so well. So I might uh, I might go with Panarin as well. And that top line for the Rangers with Panarin's rolling well with Ryan Strom. No, I don't think Kreider's going to play tonight, so that could change things around a little bit. I think Kreider might be out with that concussion. 
So you mentioned Austin Matthews to score a goal. Him to score a goal pays plus 104. Not a lot of payback for a guy to score a goal. At, uh, so they're, they're plus 104. You like Matthews to score here tonight. George Kurtz, great job, uh, Kurtz. Thank you, Gabe. Good luck tonight. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, will step up and in from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'll also uh, get into the, my uh, my uh, basketball picks uh, here for this evening. Game time Sims continues. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. on cue actually I was looking earlier and uh, Callaway was not here and I was like you know what Cam's not here and uh, Callaway suddenly not here and suddenly Callaway is in the house Northfield Park <laughs> has begun Western Fair is uh, into race two uh, Callaway is uh, here in his regular spot and uh, all is good with the world the raging redhead Cam store to Vegas what's up Cam What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, just uh, at the horse book right now with the gang. Just uh, Dover Downs is on right now. You know the usual, buddy. I got to tell you, I know you made it with Kansas City, and you went with uh, changing a pick was a good thing. It was a heartbreaking Super Bowl, buddy, with Vince there. Like, we went from the happiest guys in the world to, like, uh, suicide watch in, like, five minutes. That was unbelievable stuff. But, hey, life moves on. We got to keep on grinding. The tables are cold. I got to be honest with you, Gabe, I might be coming back earlier. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford that. Another, I don't know if I can afford that. It's tough. Lisa's losing. I'm losing. Vince is losing. That Super Bowl, we hit a couple props. I'm not going to lie to you. Like the, the, the props were good with San Francisco. Robbie Gould, we hit the overfield goals. A couple other things. Garoppolo, the uh, completions fell a half short. It was just one of those days, buddy. I had Tony Finau in golf at 45-1. to 1. He misses a five-footer, oh. loses in a playoff. You know how it goes, Gabe. Like When it rains, it pours, buddy, and like, We've been down down this Vegas road before, and, like, it's a bad start to the trip. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm getting smoked. But, you know what? There's a lot of days you just got to keep on grinding. Hopefully uh, tonight's better, buddy. But that Super Bowl hurt like hell. It's amazing how some people have luck. Yesterday, uh, Riggs was here for the Super Bowl, and uh, Riggs is on Webb Simpson. He's like, I don't know. He's down three or four <laughs> shots with two, two holes to go, but he might be able to come back. He comes back. He ends up winning. Riggs had a big play on the first half. He got saved because of that penalty with Kittle. Like, he just walked out of here. I said, damn, you're a pretty lucky dude. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you, dude. you know, we'll great get into point. your picks here tonight. But I got I got to believe when Mahomes threw the interception with, like, 10 minutes left in the game, you're in the fourth quarter, they're up by 10, Mahomes can't get anything going, he throws that interception. I am assuming that's when you guys thought, man, San Francisco is going to win this game. Exactly, Gabe. It was a party, too. Like, it, it was good because you know a lot of people from, people from Cali come here, right? So I'm at Blessing. Andy Isco's there. They, they're hit, we're hitting our props. Everything's going good. I go, yeah, screw the golf. You know, San Francisco's going to win the game. 
And at the end of it, when we're just staring at the wall, the teaser didn't win because of Damian uh, Williams' touchdown. That was the end of the end. Yeah, Vince was in orbit. He's going to see Aerosmith tonight. I can't, I can't afford to go see Aerosmith. I'm at the book with my buddies. We're going to bet on some dog races in uh, Dover Downs in Northfield. Like, it's crazy. Lisa's passed up in the room. She played video poker, lost her, lost her shirt last night, too. She's done. Like, she's like, are, are, are we going to go home early? I go, you got to be kidding me. We just got here. But that's what happens, man. You said, great point by you, though. Some people just got luck. It's like this guy that blessing those, too. He works for the Golden Knights. Everything works out for this guy. It's just like he's losing the whole day. Hey, that, that parlay came in. It's just the way gambler gambler doesn't care. I'll tell you, it's one thing we talk about. Money finds money. When you when you need it, you don't get it, buddy. You know that game. <laughs> I feel bad for you. You were talking about, ah, oh, we're going to go see Aerosmith when we're down there. Now you're like, no, no, can't afford to go to Aerosmith. <laughs> No, no, he's like, Vince is like 150. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, I, I can't lie to you. I'm eating like, you know when you go to Walgreens, Gabe, those cheese and crackers for like a dollar and the peanut butter ones? Like, I really cheaped out. Usually I get good, like good good eats for the room. Like, I got a bag full. Like, the best thing I got the payday bar. Like, it's pathetic. Like, it's been a bad. It's like, I don't even know if we could. I'm going to be out. Yeah, go grab a pizza today. We're going to go out for like a steak dinner. That's not happening. No, it's just. Hey, buddy, you've been here before, too. Like, you look at your wallet and go, oh, my God, I got no money. Like, I'm in Vegas. Like, what the hell am I going to do here? It's, it's happened to the best of us, right? But I didn't expect to get smoked like this early. Real bad luck off the top. That's nothing worse, too. Uh, like, it's, you know, it's oh, like, there's nothing worse. Yeah, we're it sucks two losing. Days in. Like, I'm two days in. I'm two days yeah. in, and I'm broke. It sucks losing at the end. <laughs> I swear, Kim, yeah. that night, that night that Michigan hit that shot, remember, against Houston? Oh, and yeah, yeah, We literally, yeah. the shot went in. The shot went in. I went to the window and we got in a taxi. Like, that was the Get best thing here. that ever happened to us. I remember at that time I, I was pissed. I was like, I can't believe it. It's Saturday night. I just won 1800 bucks, and I got to get in a taxi, like, right now. That was the best thing that could have happened. And what's crazy, I would have lost. Like, I lost them. I would have lost the money, like, with the picks and everything. I looked after. I was like, I would have lost if I would have stayed. I would have done that. I would have done this. I would have woke up in the morning with nothing. Yeah, it's it's uh, you can get it back. You got to chip away here tonight. So let's get down to it because this show flies by right now. Uh, what do you what are you taking tonight? You got three hockey games on the board. What's uh, you and Visine Vince's picks of the night here? Yeah, I'll tell you. He he's going to the show, but uh, we already talked about. I like the Dallas Stars against the Rangers tonight, Gabe. It's only a buck thirty. A lot of people are talking the under. I'm not even going to fool around with a five and a half. I think Dallas gets it done. Uh, the Leafs, I'm, uh, they're, they're up to a buck eighty-five. It's a lot, but I'm going to parlay them with Dallas as well. I also like the over six and a half Toronto, Florida. There's not going to be many goal, much goaltending there. And I'll tell you, Gabe, I don't know if you're taking this North Carolina Florida State game, but this line opened up here at nine and a half. I'm seeing some seven and a halfs on the board. Like a lot of people are smashing North yeah, Carolina. I like it. Yeah, I like the Tar Heels too, and I'm also I, I just hope that we didn't like smash it too much. And I got a, I got a weird feeling about Kansas State tonight. I'm going to take uh, the Wildcats plus seven against Red Hot Baylor. We'll see how it goes. And uh, in basketball, a parlay with uh, uh, we're going to do a, a money line parlay with Orlando and Washington. That's what we're going to do tonight. Um. All right, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. All right, Cam. I'm glad to see uh, you're you're doing all right. Tough loss uh, yesterday. Honest, get it back. <laughs> I'm, I'm alive, buddy. That's the thing. But you, you know that feeling when you go from winning everything to losing everything? Like, it's just a feeling of shock. Like, that football game, Tony Cena, everything, it's just like, 
Hey, buddy, some of us oh. like aren't meant to be oh. rich. We keep on working until we're, until we're 75, buddy. Well, good luck with your plays. And I can't yeah, believe you had feet now. He had the Kobe jersey yeah. on and everything. I uh, like. I know. Everyone wanted it. It was going to be <laughs> such a feel-good moment. <laughs> just fell apart. The best is Riggs. The best is Riggs says Webb Simpson. I told you, some guys just got the luck. I'm telling you, man. Like <laughs> people that we run into, too. Hey, like one guy, blessings, buddy. I bet the wrong horse that wins at sixteen to one. Eh? This is the best. Gabriel at the El Cortez. I look. There's a fire. Some guy threw his, some some guy threw his cigar in the guy. <laughs> you know, they have people just throw their cigars in like the garbage can. The garbage can was on fire. That's the way my life's feeling right now. A dumpster fire. <laughs> Anyway, we move on, buddy. We've all done it. We've all been here before. Me and you, we've been gambling for a long time. That was heartbreaking, though. I can't believe I lost the teaser. Can you believe that? These guys are winning. But, hey, that's life, man. Move forward. Take the uh, take the Texas Longhorns tonight, plus the points. Texas? Yeah, I was looking at Texas, actually. Against uh, Kansas, plus four. Oh, that's a lot of points. Plus 14 and a half. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I think I'll underride the dogs. The thing is, when you're down money, the thing to do is assume favorites. That's not the way to do because your human nature is get it back. Actually play dogs and grind it out is the way to go. So good luck to you, buddy. Cam, may the winners be yours. We'll check in with you uh, tomorrow or later in the week. We'll see how you're doing uh, to make sure, uh, you know, I might we might have to uh, – might have to go to a Western Union for you. <laughs> yeah, tell Cardano See, now, I might be available you, for in live very soon. <laughs> very soon. <laughs> now you wish. Now you have wish I one, didn't buddy. send the fantasy winnings before. Now you wish I didn't send them before You're you went to Vegas. It'd be better now. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think I could use that 300 game gave me. I need it now. <laughs> anyway, buddy, have a good one, Poor man. Poor bastard. I'm going to go have some fun. All right. Get it back tonight. <laughs> yeah. Get it back tonight. You'll be Thanks. all right. All right. <laughs> I, I hope There's so. There's Cam. Cam, uh, Cam, Cam, in, uh, Cam in Vegas uh, here tonight. All right. Great, great job, uh, guys. Good job getting the uh, the B-roll up uh, with the pictures. Um, yeah, as, as you see, everyone's uh, doing their best to improve the production. And uh, we can tell it looks great. Um, so how many more minutes do I have here, Yang? Like, not a lot, right? I never, all right, two minutes. I'm really sure with this new clock uh, that we got going on. All right, big game coming up here. We're going to be back at 9 o'clock with in-game live uh, for this uh, Texas-Kansas game. But North Carolina and Florida State, it's down to, you know, it was down to 8.5 when I bet this game. FSU are 10-1 in their last 11 games straight up. Florida State have won 18 straight home games. They're a great home team. The Tar Heels... Uh, just four and six in their last ten basketball games. They do have Cole Anthony back uh, right now. And Cole Anthony went off for 26 points uh, the other night. Um, they lost the game anyways to Boston College. Uh, but North Carolina, when getting points, have, uh, haven't been a bad team. They've been in these uh, basketball games. They're not just getting, like, uh, blown out, actually. And I'll tell you what, the, uh, the Florida State Seminoles... Um, Six to six and one to the over in their last seven basketball games. So early pick here that goes off the board in about five minutes. Give me uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels plus the points and uh, the over in this game. The Seminoles one and four against the spread. Their last uh, five home games as a favorite when laying points. 
Um, seven of their last ten games at home have gone over uh, the numbers. And even 145, give me the Tar Heels and the over uh, in this game. Other picks I'm going to be on uh, here tonight. Give me the Texas Longhorns plus the points. I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on the over. Tune in in-game live there. NBA basketball, like the Miami Heat to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. The Miami Heat, um, they don't get a lot of respect when you consider that they're 27-19-2 against the spread on the year. Third best in the NBA. The Miami Heat are 16-7-1 against the spread at home. That's the best record in the NBA ATS at home. The Sixers, people don't realize this. They're the worst team in the NBA on the road against the spread. The Philadelphia 76ers burn money like Snoop Dogg burns rolling papers on the back of the tour bus. All right? Sixers are 7-17-2 against the spread on the road this year. And I got to lay minus 138 on the money line here tonight with the Miami Heat. Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Uh, take off all your clothes, as Nelly says. Give me the Miami Heat uh, in this spot here tonight. A couple of quick props for you. Bam, bam. Bam uh, out of bail. Uh, over 13 and a half points at four points against the Magic, but he's gone over uh, this number in eight of his last ten. Karis LeVert, no Kyrie Irving means points for Karis LeVert. DeAndre Ayton, over 19 and a half. The guy's smoking hot. And Jamarant goes over the 16 and a half as well. Abadeo over, LeVert over, Ayton over, Moran over. Scotty Frell coming up next. I'll be back at 9 o'clock. May the winners be yours.